evening and happy Thursday. This is the Single Mama Purpose coming on to give you guys a new episode. Okay, so you know we're still in discipleship. Okay, the book that I'm coming out of is the New Christian's Handbook. Everything Believers Need to Know by Max Anders. Okay, this episode is brought to you by Kingdom Gales Ministries. Okay, and we this week we are in chapter three. And before I get into the content of chapter three, I'm going to share a scripture with you because the title of chapter three says, What has God done? So I'm going to read to you out of the book of John, chapter three, beginning with verse 16. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. Okay, and that is out of the book of John chapter 3 16 through 21 okay so let's go ahead and jump into chapter 3 and again the title is what has God done okay and it gives us a chapter at a glance so that's going to tell us what we're going to be learning about in this particular chapter And it says, God has created everything out of nothing. God is all-powerful and has authority over all creation. God has decided beforehand everything that will happen. God performs miracles when he wants to. Okay? So, um, it gives us a fact as well. So, it says, creation out of nothing. When theologians use the phrase ex nihilo, N-I-H-I-L-O, hopefully I'm um, saying that correctly, to describe how God created the universe, they are drawing on two Latin words. So ex, E-X, equals out of, in nihilo, N-I-H-I-L-O, equals nothing. Okay. So the subtitle says, God has created everything out of nothing. Creation is an astounding event, well beyond our ability to comprehend. Genesis 1.1 says, in simple and dramatic understatement, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. There is no attempt to explain fully because any explanation would be futile. We wouldn't be able to understand it. We would end up barking at God's boots. What we do know is that God created ex nihilo, or out of nothing. 
He didn't take a great ball of mud and make something clever out of it. Rather, there was no ball of mud. He spoke and the earth, which did not exist before, now existed. Not only did God create the obvious things, such as stars, planets, and humans, but he also created space and time. Everything in space and time has a beginning, but God does not. There are several things we can now, I'm sorry, there are several things we can know about God as a result of looking at creation. First, he is a God of unimaginable power and intelligence. The size and scope of the universe is so great that we cannot even grasp it. Second, God is capable of marvelous order and precision. Precision. I can speak correctly. From the macro world, I'm sorry, what am I looking at? From the macro level <laughs> of the stars and galaxies to the micro lev- level of molecules, we see amazing evidences of design. Third, God is inclined toward wonderful beauty. From the beauty of an inverted reflection of a spider web seen in a dew drop to the spectacle of the Grand Canyon to the drama of the Milky Way on a clear night. The beauty that God has created given gives us some insight into the character and nature of the supreme being whom we worship. The power that holds everything together from the level of galaxies to that of molecules makes us realize how utterly dependent we are on the grace and benevolence of God for our very existence. Okay, so that's telling us basically that everything that we can see and hear that was created by God. Every single thing in this world was created by him. The moon, the stars, the birds, waters, rocks, even us, we were created by God. Okay, the next subtitle is God is all powerful and has authority over all creation. The universe is not only dependent upon God for its creation, it is dependent upon him for its continual existence. The universe can neither exist nor operate on its own power. R.C. Sproul has written, The central point of the doctrine of providence is the stress on God's government of the universe. He rules his creation with absolute surveillance sovereignty and authority (laughs) he governs everything that comes to pass from the greatest to the least nothing ever happens beyond the scope of his surveying providential government he makes the rain to fall and sun to shine he raises up kingdoms and brings them down he numbers the hairs on our head in the days of our lives okay the next subtitle God has decided beforehand everything that will happen. This sovereignty of God over the physical world is affirmed throughout Scripture. But God's will does not extend merely to the ordering of stars and planets, it also extends to angels and humans. Theologians speak of the decrees of God. The Westminster Shorter Catechism provides a classic definition. 
The decrees of God are his eternal purpose according to the counsel of his will, whereby for his own glory he hath foreordained whatsoever comes to pass. This immediately brings up questions concerning why there is evil, what the evil came from, and why God does not do something about the evil. And these are valid questions. However, we deal with those issues in another chapter. Okay. For now, we are simply making the points that God has planned ahead of time everything that will happen, that he has created the universe and humanity with his purpose in mind and that he oversees the entire creation with absolute power. Excuse me. The next subtitle, What God God Performs Miracles When He Wants To. Many people choke on miracles, like a picnicker choking on a chicken bone. When they read of Noah riding out a catastrophic flood in an ark, or of God's talking to Moses out of a burning bush or of Jonah being swallowed by a great fish. They roll their eyes, heave a sigh, and dismiss God as as impossible and Christians as gullible. When they come to the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, it is the last straw. They throw up their hands, and they throw out the Bible. It is simply too much to ask anyone to believe they think. This response has never made any sense to me, even in the the days before I became a Christian. My perspective was this. What good is a God who can't do the miraculous? The very definition of God is that he is above and beyond the human, that his powers transcend the ordinary. If God created the universe, the stars, the earth, and all that is in it, why would he have trouble flooding the world or talking out of a burning bush? are keeping a prophet alive in a fish for a few days. The problems facing humanity, not least, not the least of which is death, are so enormous that if God cannot or will not do miracles, we are all in deep, deep trouble. The good news is that the Bible certainly presents a picture of God who is capable of performing miracles. The term miracle can refer to one of the two one of two things. First, it can refer to a common natural event that happens at exactly the right time to produce a miraculous result. You can check out 1 Kings 17:1 for an example. Or second, it can refer to an act of God that transcends transcends the laws of nature. The second is the usual meaning of the word when Jesus raised Lazarus Lazarus from the dead in John 11, 43 through 44. There was no natural explanation for it. We call it a miracle. The primary purpose of miracles was to validate a spiritual truth. Hebrews 2, 3 through through four speaks of signs and wonders given by God to demonstrate that the new message of salvation was a true message from God. When Jesus fed 5,000 people with only five loaves of bread and two fish, the miracle supported the fact of who Jesus was, the bread of life. Certainly some miracles were motivated out of compassion for the suffering of individuals, but even those miracles brought glory to God. In conclusion, When we talk about the works of God, what we know exceeds what we understand. 
How can God be eternal? How can he have created everything out of nothing? How can God have decreed everything that will happen and yet leave all yet leave all humans a free will, the ability to choose? In many of these cases we don't know. The work of an infinite being, God, transcends the ability of a finite, finite being, you or me, to fully comprehend. But the fact that we do not fully understand God does not prohibit us from believing what we do understand about him. Just because we do not understand creation does not keep us from believing that God created. Okay, and lastly it says, if you do not believe in what God has done regarding creation, you are left to explain the world in terms of evolution, which is scientifically proving more and more unbelievable. If you do not believe in what God has done regarding God's sonority, you are left to believe that life deals you random blows and that there is no meaning to life. If you do not believe in what God has done regarding God's decrees, you are left to believe that history is an accident and is headed nowhere. If you do not believe in what God has done regarding miracles, you are left to believe that God does not intervene in the affairs of of people or history and the prayer that it gives is dear lord thank you for helping me know that you have created everything and you are surveying over it thank you that you are guiding all history as well as my life toward a predetermined and good end help me to trust in you at all times and to take courage and comfort in your plan and power amen and it gives you a uh, scripture to memorize Psalm 73, 25 through 26. And there are some questions that is in the back of the book, well, that chapter. And it says, let me ask you. So I'm going to give you guys these questions and you can think about them and see what you come up with. Okay. Number one, do you believe that God created everything out of nothing? How would you explain this to someone who thinks the world evolved? Two, if God is surveying over his creation, why do you think he does not fix more of the problems that he, than he does? Three, does it trouble you that much does it trouble you that much that happens in the world seems to occur by chance? How do you understand that, given that God has decreed all that happens? And lastly, number four, it says, from the Bible, it appears that most of the miracles in history have occurred through three different periods of time. At the time of the Hebrews' exodus from Egypt, during the time of the prophets Elijah and Elisha, and at the time of Christ and the apostles. Why do you think God does not perform more miracles today like those in other times? Okay, so that has been chapter 3. And again, it is titled, What Has God Done? Okay. And the title of the book, again, is New Christian's Handbook, Believing Everything Believers Need to Know, Max Anders. If I can just talk (laughs) correctly. Okay, you guys. So that is uh, this week's episode. I just want to um, close out by just sharing some things that God has done for me. Okay. God has continually woke me up 
every single day of my life, okay? Every single day. That's what God has done. I can't wake up on my own, okay? I cannot wake up on my own, okay? He continues to keep me in my right mind, okay? With everything that I've been through in my life, all the things that are going on in this world, okay? I am still in my right mind. God does that, okay? Um, he continues to allow me to breathe. I can't breathe on my own, okay? I can't do that, okay? He continues to allow me to open my eyes and see, okay? I cannot see without God. He controls that, okay? I have ears where I'm able to hear, okay? That's from God. I didn't put my own ears. I didn't create these ears, okay? He has given me this mouth to speak, and I am an introvert, okay? Let me tell you, I don't like to speak. But because I am being obedient to the call of my life and because I want to do what God has called me to do, because when he called, when he told me back in 2012, it is time for you to find your voice, that is a command for me to begin to speak and preach and teach, okay? So this is why I am doing this. I do not like to talk. And it's probably, I shouldn't probably be saying that, but I'm just, I'm letting you know who I am, okay? That is me. But because of the call that is on my life, because of the words that I heard spoken to me, okay, this is why I continue to come on here and do these podcasts, okay? another thing that God has done, okay, it's only because of God that I am still here, okay, I had something happen in my life a few years ago, several years ago, when I was really sick, going back and forth to the hospital, and these doctors kept telling me, oh, it's stress, it's this, it's that, couldn't find anything wrong, they kept saying, just go home, get some rest, okay, and you, you should know your body, you should know when there's something going wrong. I knew something was up. I knew I was not feeling like myself. I knew something needed to happen. Somebody needed to do something, okay? So I decided to pray. Had my first encounter with the Holy Spirit, okay? Was told to go back to the hospital, tell them to do these tests, and refuse to leave because they're going to tell you they they can't find anything. They're going to try to send you home. Tell them you are not leaving, okay? So I did exactly that. They finally admitted me into the hospital, ran the tests that they should have been running the other all the other times, but refusing to run all, all you know all these blood tests. And when the doctor came in the room when I was finally admitted, he told me, Miss McCarthy, if you would have left, you would have been dead. So that's what God has done for me. If you do not believe in God, I will ask you why. Why don't you believe? How do you think you are continuing to wake up each and every morning and it's not because of God? With all the craziness that is going on in the world, you're still alive. You're still here. But you don't believe in God. I would ask you why. I would ask you why. Okay? If you believe we are supposed to be 
disciples. We are supposed to be his followers. We are supposed to believe what the Bible says. Even if we don't understand everything, okay? The Bible is our blueprint. It's for his children. Outsiders, people out in the world doing whatever they want to do, they won't understand the Bible. They won't pick the Bible up. They won't read it. But we as believers, we are supposed to read so we can gain understanding, we can gain wisdom, we can gain knowledge, okay? So we can go out and teach it and speak it and preach it to other people. We're supposed to live out what it says we're supposed how we're supposed to live in the Bible. There's certain things we're not supposed to do. There's certain things we, we aren't supposed to say. There are certain people we're not even supposed to be um, involved with. But we have to read the Bible to get a better understanding. Okay? And even the, the books that I'm sharing, you know, that I've been sharing on this podcast. We have to do our part. You can't just sit around and just think that you're going to be able to um, learn anything or know everything or know what you're supposed to do as a follower of Christ. We have to study to show ourselves approved. Okay? So, that is it for this podcast. Again, this podcast is being um, brought to you by Kingdom Gales Ministries. I want to thank you all again for continuing to listen to these podcasts. If you know anyone who can... um, um, use this type of podcast to um, walk out their relationship with God and get closer to Him and change from their wicked ways and just gain a better understanding of what it is to be a disciple, what it is to be a woman of God. Please share it with them. Um, It's just... It's necessary, it's needed. Okay, especially if we're Christians, we should be listening to Christian content. Christian content. I write, I read Christian books. You know, a lot of people will read other type books. I don't do that. I've done it before when I wasn't a Christian, when I wasn't a follower of Christ. I will read all types of books. But you have to watch and be mindful of the stuff that you're putting into you. Okay, whatever you're reading is going, your eyes are seeing it and it's going into your mind, it's going into your spirit, it's going into your soul. Okay, and depending on the content, it can bring about different circumstances and and why would you want that? So for me, I watch what I put in. I don't watch a lot of TV shows. I barely watch TV. I'm always reading, I'm doing my podcast, I'm, you know, creating content for my social media sites. You have to be mindful of what you're doing in your walk with God. If you want to be better, you have to do better. But, um, again, thank you for listening. Um, If you're not already a part of my group on Facebook. It's called Kingdom Gales. Okay. 
You can also find me on social media. Instagram is Kingdom Gals. Um, uh, I'm a single mom of purpose on Instagram as well. Um, you can check out my website. I actually just uh, got Kingdom Gals Ministries at dot com. And you can also go to Tamara McCarthy Enterprises dot com and look at my books. Uh, my books are available on Amazon. Um, and that is it. Okay, so again, happy Thursday. We're almost to the weekend. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know about you guys, but my work week has been crazy. <laughs> I'm ready for the weekend. Um, and I'm going to, I'm, I've got it on my schedule. I'm trying to do this every week because this book, again, is thick. There's a lot of chapters in there. I believe it's like 30 something chapters in the book. So I want to be obedient, getting back on a regular schedule. So um, look out for the next episode next week sometime. Okay, you guys have an amazing weekend and be blessed. Thank you.